Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good morning, unless maybe you're a Bengals fan, but it is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed, as Dak says in his cadence before every snap. Here we go. I, I don't get him doing that before every snap. It seems like you'd start timing it and just jump the snap. But anyway, it is time to talk Jim Harbaugh and Draymond Green and Eagles Chiefs. And are the Cowboys really the wow boys? But first up, it is time to talk Bengals Ravens with Michael Irvin and Keyshawn Johnson. Morning, gents. What's happening, guys? You look up? like you're both ready to go. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> Last night, Lamar Jackson lost his favorite yeah. target, Mark Andrews, early on to a dreaded hip drop tackle. Probably lost him for the season. Then just when it looked like the Bengals were taking charge, they lost Joe Burrow to some kind of wrist injury that suddenly prevented him from even finishing a sideline toss. What? No news on the extent of that injury or how long it could keep Burrow out yet. Even though Lamar was battling an ankle injury, he and the Ravens took back over the game that the Ravens finally won at home, 34-20. to So Michael Irvin, what was your biggest takeaway? Man, and we talked about it here. I was ready to watch Baltimore in, in an ex- just go off and explode. You know, I've been talking about, man, you can see it's coming. They're about to add that outside to the inside game that they have, that run game in that short passing game with Mark Andrews. Now, once Mark Andrews went down, I said, oh, mm, that, that, that's the blankie. That's been that's the blanket. That's the blanket. That, that's exactly. Yep. And, and, and Lamar said it. You know, we came in together, you know, and, and, and that's my guy. And as many times he's been, Lamar slipped. Lamar said many times he's been my number one receiver. You know, it's all the time he's been your number one receiver. He was just trying to pull that back because he knew the receivers were listening. That, that is true. Right? He was trying Bingo. to pull it back. But sometimes when you fall into somebody's taking your blankie and you find yourself into a mess, it makes you force and use other sides of you and you can turn that mess into greatness because I saw the combination coming together of that connection with Odell Beckham. Odell <laughs> had over 100 yards yesterday, you know, and, 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 and then got, we missed on a deep one that where he would have gone for maybe 160 or 170. You lose Mark Andrews but you pick up a different place that you got to start featuring now in this offense. This offense is a run offense, number one run offense in the National Football League. But there are going to be so many opportunities that come off that number one run offense. And Odell Beckham (coughs) is rounding in the shape in the perfect time. And honestly, guys, I thought this, 
Wow, and so they're around in the shape and getting ready. Now, Lamar, because this takes Lamar game to another level. It takes it to another level. He's always been able to play inside the tackles. Now he'll have these outside targets and Odell and, and, and Bateman that, that, that add something different to Baltimore. My mind start going to now what I said about the mess of losing that great tight end to the greatness of not just still being a Super Bowl contender this year. Then you say, oh, if we win it this year without, without Mark Andrews, if we get them back next year, we're going to be back-to-back championships. That's the thought that should be prevailing through the Baltimore Ravens locker room with what I saw last night, even after they lost that great tight end. Mm. You know, Skip, us a couple takeaways from the game. I mean, obviously, clearly, uh, with Joe Burrow's injury, things are different. T. Yeah. Higgins doesn't play. Now, all of a sudden, you got Jake Brown at the quarterback. Okay, we know what that is. Let's yeah. push that. Let's, we know going to the game. It was do or die for the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. But let's push that. So what the- you said, he died. <sighs> I mean, it's over. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, and over. by the way, quick point of order, their remaining schedule is the toughest schedule in the NFL. In the Go bin. ahead. You know, they, the they, 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 it's closed. They're starting to pour the dirt on them, mm-hmm. but they haven't lowered it in the ground yet, but it's closed. Yeah. But, but you, you know, know Keto, because Joe Burrow's everything on that team. He, he's, the, he's everything in all the pizzazz, all the style, all, all whenever, the swag, Whenever everything. you lose, you, we could look at, across the NFL historically, though. Whenever you lose your starting quarterback, when you don't have something else that's dominant, I mean, yeah, you can look at Washington when they won the Super Bowl back in the day or the Giants when they won the Super Bowls back in the day when they lost the quarterbacks and people came in to fill in and they went on runs. But for the most part, when you lose your starting quarterback in a game, you probably are not going to win that game when you go up against opponents like Lamar Jackson. Speaking of Lamar, Lamar's really good. Skip, he's He's really really good. good. I don't understand why people have this this weird notion that he every week he needs to do something. Well, he needs to run the ball better, or he needs to throw better, or he he missed the target over here. It happens to all quarterbacks, but he is dissected different by the viewers than many quarterbacks in the National Football League, which is mind-boggling to me. As I've always told you, Skip, and I'll keep this recipe till I die as long as I know football. If I can keep a quarterback under 30 attempts and he can complete 25. It's a perfect game plan. It's a perfect game plan. 250 yards. The big number number is the zero on the turnover interception column. And if I can run the football for 125-plus yards, I'm probably going to win that game multiple Mm. more Mm -hmm. times than not. Now when you look at his receivers, as Michael talked about, OBJ, he didn't get in the end zone, but guess what? He set up them to score. Mm -hmm. Okay, Zay Flowers, you talk about him. He had four targets on three catches. He set them up to score. You talk about Nelson Aguilar, one target, one reception. Touchdown. Whenever you have that type of play from a position of need, which they needed for a very long time, it's going a whole hell of a lot of games, Skip. Mm-hmm. You, you just are. And I understand Mark Andrews is that security blanket. He's the one that you lean on in certain situations. But clearly now these receivers are slowly starting to take the next step. And you can tell that Lamar Jackson believes in them. He's trying his best to make sure that they take advantage of the deep speed, the things that they can do very, very well. Now you talk about another takeaway from this game, and I'm sure many people hadn't even thought about this, though. Just take a look at the division. Cincinnati is 
probably gone. Cleveland's mm. probably gone. Guess who benefits the most out of anybody mm. in this division, Skip? Mike T. Mike mm. Tomlin. <laughs> Think about it. Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers won last night. They won. You don't think Mike T was running around, woo, he, he drove to work happy today? <laughs> Their next six games, get this, though. They got the Browns. Who are they playing? This backup. Is Pittsburgh? You're yeah, Pittsburgh. Okay. They got the Browns in the backup role at quarterback. Yep. Then they get the bundles again in the backup role in Browning. Right. Then they got the Indianapolis Colts in the backup role in Minshew. Okay. Then they got the New England Patriots at I don't know who's going to play quarterback in that situation, right. but whichever one it is, it's a backup. I don't care if it's mm. Mac Jones or Zappy, they backups. Mm. Then, then you look at they got the Bengals again. And in between, they, they get the Arizona Cardinals, by the way, I must bring this up, that beat up on the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so uh, when you talk uh, about uh, a perfect situation, what a lucky rabbit foot Mike T has yeah. in his pocket. It's crazy. Well, he's, he's, it's he's, crazy. He's, they keep pulling out games they have no business winning right. in the first place. And now the yeah. schedule is getting ready to work out for it perfectly. So those are my main two takeaways from this game. Okay. I hear everything both of you just said, and I'm going to double down on the emotion over Mark Andrews. I've always loved him. He played for the school I love the most, University of Oklahoma. He's just a stud, right. and, and he's, he's a quiet force on that team. He doesn't say a whole lot, but he is a leader on that team, mm. and Lamar trusts him with his heart and his soul. And he said, that's my boy. And you saw Lamar. When Mark Andrews went down, Lamar went over and just took his helmet off and just threw it on the turf because he knew mm. it's a huge loss both in productivity and emotion, just, just, just having locker room presence. And I looked this up before the show. Would you believe over the last three years in the National Football League, Mark Andrews has the second most catches and the yeah. second most yep. receiving yards to Travis, guess who? Travis, Travis Kelsey. So That's he's it. second, and he's a quiet force of a second because you don't even think of, oh, he's got the second biggest production to Travis. He does. So I, it, 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 just, it just rips me up to watch that happen because I'm not a fan of the hip drop tackle. I think they got to outlaw it. Richard Sherman and I have gone back and forth. He's not here today, but he's a defensive guy at heart, and, and he says you can't take it away from us. But I just see it. I know what it did to Tony Pollard in the playoff game at San Francisco last year. It threatened his career. Tony's still not quite back full speed from what happened. And, again, it's, it's that ability to catch and then sling your body, you know, slingshot your body forward into the backs of the legs of the player you are tackling as you use halt him. It's a cousin to the horse collar, obviously. Right. You're just doing it from low instead of up on high. And he f flies into the backs of, of Mark Andrews' legs, and then he did it again to Lamar. It was a semi-hip mm. drop over on the sideline, and it hurt his ankle. And it tore up Mark Andrews' ankle. And it, you could just tell, because Mark Andrews is a tough guy. And if Mark Andrews stays down, you know, we all know what happened. It was bad. And Jim Harbaugh said right after, or John Harbaugh said after the game, it, it, it is not good. And he's almost certainly gone for the season because he'll probably have to have that tightrope ankle surgery because he's it, it tore it all up. Mm. Okay, so now to Michael's point. Mm. For once, Lamar does have weapons 
outside that he has not had before, starting with Odell. And I got to say, Odell started looking a lot like Odell like last Odell. night. Yeah, I, I saw him moving and grooving in ways. I, I, I'm not even sure I saw it down the stretch with the Rams going back two years ago. And Zay Flowers, I, I can tell you, he's got Kyler Murray feet, like electric feet, like, like almost yeah. like cartoon feet. Like, it's just like the quickness of that kid. And he's starting to figure it out and starting to settle in. And then you mentioned Bateman and Aguilar. That, that was Lamar got a little lucky on that one, but he deserved it because how many passes of those guys dropped of his? So one gets tipped up and Aguilar catches it and houses it, and then somersaults into the end zone, and that's when that took the game over. That it, we show that play real quick because that was it. That was the one that put them back ahead. But again, here, here's the Aguilar play. Lamar, the ball gets tipped right, and, and Aguilar. Of all people, he's dropped a few in his day. He, yeah, okay, he backflips into the end zone. Okay, and and that was just after Burrow went out. So this is the team I picked to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm with both of you. That they look like a Super Bowl team yeah. last night because when you can run for 157, and then as you said, you you get the balance of 264 yards passing. Lamar's just a flat out stud, and and I just hope. Like, Keyshawn, you said there's this weird notion out there. I hope it persists because it drives this young man. He All he did was win an MVP. We're going back, what, four – how many years ago? It's been a while back. Four years? Five four, years ago? Four, four, four years back ago. To, he won yeah. the MVP four yeah. years okay, ago. So, but that's not a while ago. It's not it's No, not but I'm saying – but he did that. And, yeah, and absolutely. He, you want to talk about throwing and he's, darts. And he's on his right. way. Yeah. Right. Skip, he's right. on his way to possibly winning his second MVP. Right. It's, it literally, if you think about it and you break it down, because I did this in my mind last night as I'm watching the game, I said, who's left in the AFC that can win the MVP? I am at NFC. I know there's two guys over there. But who's left in the AFC in this quarterback award? Just Patrick. Oh. Patrick Mahomes. Maybe Tua gets in it, depending on how hot, Maybe how hot Miami gets, if they can get down that down the road. Other than that, there is nothing in the AFC. It, it comes down. I think the conference is a three-team race right now. Uh, if Pittsburgh, you know, you can't count them out because of the schedule yeah. and what Mike T is all about. But when you think about Kansas City, Baltimore, and I'm assuming Miami's going to get their act together. Yeah. I'm assuming that. Those are the three teams. Mm. Yeah, and Keith, you know, it's so funny when you talk about it because I thought about this. I said, oh, what is that perfect game now for Lamar Jackson? And, and I was writing that before the show. You know, he, he, you know, he had 264 yards yesterday. But I'm saying you can get him throwing about 25, 30 times like he was talking about, 275, 300 yards. Because remember now, he's throwing outside. These, these will be pass more, better passes up the field. We talked about him having not such a great number when you're throwing balls 20 yards, 20-plus air yards in, uh, up the field. But, man, now he has settled down 275 to 300 yards. He's going to rush for a 50 to 100 yards. He He's going to throw for at least two to three touchdowns. This will be an every-game thing, and you won't know how to attack him with. That run game, I told you yesterday, teams, when they have the number one rushing, the number one defense, and, 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 and it, it, that's a Super Bowl team. A that's a Super Bowl team. It's a formula that wins the Super Bowl, and they're going to have it in spades now. Mm. So I'm saying it's not over for Baltimore, even though that was a man child that went down. Yeah, and, you got and, Andrew, and let me say this, too. Mm-hmm. All those players, Skip, and they talked about it, all the receivers were all they, – they all felt that with Mark Andrews. And, I, 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 you know, 
I know me and my Titans were real close. And they talked about how, you know, Odell and everybody, you know, so, so I, I, I'm just praying for him, man, because I know it's hard when you see your team is this good yep. and we are that close. We started this together and we're that close to getting it and you're not part of it, mm. so that's hard. Now, mm. if they could just continue to develop a closer on the defensive side, whether it's Jadavion. brought it up yesterday. Whether yep. it's Jadavion right. Clowney or whether it's Quinn or, or yeah. Roquan. Yeah. Somebody on yep. the defensive side of the ball has to take the next step. Yeah. When you're talking about third and six and a team needs to be backed up, pin those ears back and go get them. Yeah. You, I'm looking for that to Marcus Ware, that Von Miller, mm -hmm. somebody along those lines that All can right. go get the quarterback. Okay, back to the Bengals, mm. back to their quarterback. Yeah, Back to a guy sure. I love. I, the closest sure. thing to Tom Brady I've seen yep. since Brady. Mm. This, this was very bizarre to me, what happened to his right wrist, because we got the picture that was originally posted by the Bengals as he got off the plane. They took it down. But he's obviously wearing some kind of a brace or wrap or something on his right wrist before the game. But he's not listed on the injury report before the game going into this game. So they could be under some fire from the league office about why didn't you disclose? And yet, I'm but pretty why, sure. But why, 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 why does the league office need to know stop playing, that? Skip, My stop, playing, stop playing, Skip. Stop playing, buddy. We, we, okay, well, we got all kinds stop of gambling playing. information. Yeah, stop playing, you, Skip. You stop playing, man. Yep. Come on, man, y'all. Stop playing. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. telling Skip, stop oh. telling the truth. Oh. Stop telling the truth. Yeah. He just went straight to the head with it. Yeah. I'm talking about dance around it some way. You oh, know I, didn't, I, I, I didn't think Skip about the gambling the aspect head. of it. I didn't think yeah. about the gambling aspect of it. Yeah, that's exactly why. Until he apparently re-injured it, he was doing just fine. They were up. Okay, and so, that will be Zach Taylor's argument to the league office. He'll right. just say, well, did you see what he did until he got hurt again or he aggravated or whatever? So I don't know how he aggravated it because it's unclear what happened, but we could show you a couple plays. Yeah. There's the clowning play down, just before. And if he we caught could himself. Show you. Okay, this is just before the final touchdown pass. And he hits Mixon, and Clowney follows through and takes him down. And he comes down Ooh, on his right, 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 right. wrist. Oh. And yet, look! Look how he he put he balled his fist and pushed back up on the right hand and the wrist. And so I'm thinking, well, it couldn't be that bad if you pushed yourself back up using your right wrist. If you can see, yeah. he pushes he down got, into but the he, turf. But initially, because okay, he sometimes got, he pushes if you back if you, up if you, with if it. you open your palm, maybe and it that helps. Means the inside of your um, yeah, your but wrist you is look, really hurt. If you look right when he fell on the ground, it got pinned underneath by Clowney's right. hand. Yeah, see, oh, it got pinned yeah. underneath. Yeah. Okay. All right, mm. but he pushes back up with it. But to your point, mm. maybe he's he's opening it back up. Right. Okay. And then on the touchdown pass, mm. it's bizarre because he's able to release the football, but then immediately it's like, ow! And and it almost when, when I first saw it, I thought, did he have some kind of stinger, mm. like like some kind of electrical sort of shock down his? He didn't have a yeah. lot of mustard on that ball. That ball right. started yeah. to die. Yeah. Right. If you okay. notice, it started to it die. Did. It, it did. Yeah, Mixon had to wait grip. for it and right. catch it down by his knees. Okay? And yet, that's the end of that deal because he goes over on the sideline and tried to throw, and he could not even follow through. So wow. So I wonder if, <laughs> I wonder he, if he actually through? hurt it on the play, on the clowny play, that he I actually hurt it. I see. And then it came back when I, he threw the ball to Mixon, opposed yeah. to – Looking at him get off the bus with something just wrapped around it to the point where Cincinnati now has to answer to the league office 
because he wasn't on the injury report? Well, they got answered because okay. there was something there. And, and, and he re-aggravated something okay, on in, that fall. In my time following the game, you guys played at the highest level. I don't remember this injury happening to a quarterback. I don't. I don't remember some sort of right wrist injury. I, I just don't. Maybe there's been one that I forgot about, but it's – it's, right. it's an odd one. It's it's a it's an unusual one. But there's so many little bones yeah. in this area oh, yeah. that you're worried oh, about. And, and and the difference is sometimes if it hurts or hurt inside, pushing up a different way saves you from it. When you see yeah. someone pushing up, like like you hear, that means that inside is hurting bad. So you push up with that, not to do it. And that that's what I think is happening right there. All right. So to Keyshawn's point. Even if Joe's okay to play next week, I, I, they've fallen to what five and five now. Yeah, right. five and five, and and they have the toughest remaining schedule. Even if he can play, I'm not sure they can make the playoffs. They're going to have to win out at this point because they're they're up against it, man. Yeah, try, trying to win out creates a different stress level yeah. for everybody. It's sure. not as simple as. Okay, we got to win out. Here we go. Everybody pushing the chips to the table. That that whole Jim Fossil thing. That was one thing. This is something different. You're in a division that is kind of tough, even though Cleveland is suffering a little bit at the quarterback position. Right. But the defense and the running game may rise to the occasion if – if I don't know who their quarterback is going to be in, in long term. Is it going to be P.J. Walker? Is it going to be uh, DR to DTR? Like He's who is starting it be? this Sunday. And there. so yeah. you talk about that, but then you look at the conference. Now you obviously you got uh, uh, Kansas City, you got Baltimore, you got Miami. Buffalo's fighting for their life. The yep. Chargers are fighting for their life. The Raiders feel good. The Denver Broncos feel good now. So that's, this do. conference right. has gotten tight. Yep. I mean, Houston is right there, right, right in the there. mix. Right, Jacksonville right, right, is right, right in the mix. Still. So it's a tough conference to just think that you're but getting ready to run, run through it and yep. make it to the playoffs. That I don't extra, see it happening. That extra team, that last team now, last team, all that is true, that last team, if you allow them any life, Cincinnati will run for that last spot if Joe Barrow gets back gets in two back. weeks. I'm telling you. All right. Enough of that. We move to the college scene. We move to the most shocking story, the breaking news of yesterday. Well, wait a second. Jim yeah. Harbaugh surrendered? Really? <laughs> mm. You would too. No mercy. No mercy. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. So Michigan finally said, okay, enough. Dropped his legal challenge, accepted Jim Harbaugh's three-game suspension, meaning he will not coach against Maryland at Maryland this Saturday or against Ohio State in Ann Arbor a week from Saturday. By the way, both those games on Fox do not miss. Keyshawn, your reaction to Michigan accepting Harbaugh's three-game suspension before today's scheduled court hearing? I mean, I look at it, Skip, and, and this is this is real life, but it's also funny to me because at the, in the end, what else was he going to do? Okay, he could have gone 
and, and tried to challenge this today. Mm-hmm. But in the end, you know, come on. In the end, the university, somebody from the university, I don't know this as a fact, so please don't think that I'm saying as if I know, matter of fact, what's going on in Michigan. But I can only assume, okay, knowing that from a legal standpoint, when you getting ready to challenge something, you better have all the information. And if you don't have all the information, the university has general counsel, and that general counsel may lean over at some point in time and say, hey, we need to have a conversation and let's talk because there's some things that they have that we don't know what they have, but we know they have some. May something. not know about. And we don't may not know about it. So yeah. we want to continue to try to challenge this. It may be a further embarrassment mm-hmm. to the university. Mm-hmm. I've talked to the president of the university. I've talked to the board of trustees. Now this is the lawyer talking. Mm-hmm. I've talked to the board of trustees, the provost. I've spoken to everyone. So what I think we should do, Mr. J.H., is we probably should stand down, accept the punishment, yeah. and then revisit it later on, focusing on Maryland, Ohio State, and potentially getting into the national title hopes, and you'll be back with us, and then we'll win. And then that conversation goes on and on and on, Michael. And then they say, why don't we, it's 12 o'clock, I tell you what, why don't we take a lunch break, and, and then we'll come back at 1 o'clock and we'll, We'll reconvene, and, and all of a sudden we'll caucus again, and then we'll figure out whether or not we want to go ahead and challenge this because this is the information they slide it across the table. They say, take a look at this. This is something that they say they have. Why don't you just take it to lunch and then let me know what you think? And at that point, Jim says, yeah, you know what? It's probably best for me not to do that. So it's a good thing. That's all. It's just a good thing. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, and, and even going – Sitting here while you're going through that, <laughs> give me a hundred. I've been across been from there? enough yeah. of my own depositions <laughs> or mediations of my own, and they're never a fun place to be in. And you can imagine, like, listen, and Skip and I, we were all talking about this, Skip. And I said, okay, when we were leaving yesterday, you and I talked about it. I said, yeah. okay, I said, okay, it, what they look like they'll go and get is say, Let's meet in the middle. If both sides have good points in any kind of mediation or negotiations, you, you know, you're trying to kind of, let's see if we can get this thing in the middle. Nobody leaves with what they want. Everybody has to give up something. The, the, you wanted a three games. We wanted none. So, so I thought maybe they'll end up at two. Jim will be on the sideline for that big Ohio State game. Yeah. And they'll run into it. And they'll run right on into the playoffs after that. Now, that's when both sides feel pretty good about that because we thought the Big Ten shouldn't have jumped in. There's something they came up with. But we kept hearing that there was no direct involvement, that we have nothing that links any direct involvement to Jim Harbaugh. So so I was like, oh, okay, you got a chance at getting this reduced to two games. But – but they must have found something or something comes up. And a lot of times, right, and that's why a lot of times in stuff like this, when it gets so widespread, everybody starts giving information. It, it, since everybody in the news now, people that you don't even know are calling and, and they could easily be saying somebody called and, and you don't know and you got to, and they're going to open up these investigations. When they told you, the settlement said they want to stop investigating completely, they told you something else. They, yeah, 
They needed us to stop investigating completely. That's why they accepted the three games. There, we kept saying there's nothing there. There's something there. That's why that decision okay. was made. All right. So three days ago, Jim Harbaugh spoke to the media, right. and he rattled his sword. He said, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a frustrated lawyer myself. I didn't go to law school, but I know a few good men. I want to go in there. I want to thunder yeah. at the jury myself. Yeah. I'm going to speak for myself. I'm going to defend myself because I am innocent. And we all, we talked about it. And yeah, he loves Judge du- Judy and he wanted to be in court. And even though there was not going to be a jury, this is just a hearing, obviously, with the judge in Ann Arbor. I thought, well, if that judge... I don't know if it's he or she wants to run for reelection in Ann Arbor. You probably rule for Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, right? But no, the Big Ten, maybe the NCAA got involved and said, time out. We are trying to give you a break here, Jim Harbaugh, because we completely in our report let you off the hook. As Michael just said, in the report, it states very clearly that Jim Harbaugh to the best of the Big Ten's knowledge, had no knowledge of this, had no knowledge of it. Are you kidding? So they suspended him for three games because it was the only way they could punish Michigan in general is to take away the coach. I can't think of a better way if you want to do it right now unless you wait until after the season and take away next year and the next year, whatever, take away scholarships or take away bowl games. But they said, no, the league is crying out for us to wreak some revenge on these people right now to get to to punish them and the only way to do it is to take their head coach away for three more games he already served three to start the year for a minor recruiting violation so that that means out of their 12 games he will not have coached six out of 12 but the point was they're saying we're we're letting you off the hook in the beginning we we said we're not holding you responsible jim harbaugh and if you want to keep fighting this, we're, we're going to hold you real responsible because we're going to start declaring this and declare we'll, we'll go public with what we know about what really happened. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Well, and, they, and, and, and can that possibly make the NC2A come down now, right now, if, if they did, you, if, if they, if they threat, we go public right now. Yeah. Now, now, we also got to think about this, too. Also, don't they have some mutual beneficial things coming down the road. Like, let's get it out of the way. If Michigan ends up in the championship playoffs, yeah. that, that's good for the Big Ten also. You, don't Absolutely. they want as many Big Ten big, big teams? Oh, oh yeah. So, so, so you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. so it, it's like, I got to punish you. I don't want to punish us. I want to punish you. What's the best way to punish you without punishing us? Right. That's optioning. Okay, and so then Michigan pulls Jim Harbaugh's side, the people in power, and say, hey, let, let's let's calm down for a second. Right. Let's think about what's going on here because you, Jim, for the first time ever, you become the sympathetic figure in, in America, certainly in Michigan Nation, right. but you have become more beloved than you ever were because it was just two, three years ago, he's on the hottest seat in college football. They wanted him out. And all of a sudden, it looks like not only is he going to leave or not leave for pro football after this year, but... It feels like he's got a real future at Michigan now because they have real momentum because their team has become, as Jim tried to say the other day, something of America's team and that people are rooting now for Jim, for Michigan, because they were done wrong by the Big Ten. And I I told you guys right out of the box, first time we talked about it, I think Michigan just won the national championship because the team is now 
us against the world. We're going to show everybody you've done our coach wrong. They are really good. That, that team is loaded, especially in the right. trenches. The offensive line and the defensive line are so deep and so talented. I just think they're a little better than anybody out there. The Georgias or the Alabamas or certainly the Ohio States. I just think they're a little better. And if Jim can set them up during the week, because he can coach during the week. He, he's not gone. And if he can script the first 15 plays for the Ohio State game, obviously they're big favorites over Maryland, so they should win that game fairly easily. But I think they'll beat Ohio State. I think they'll win the Big Ten championship game, and then they'll go. I, I just think they're the best team, and once Jim comes back to coach for the Big Ten championship and then the semifinal and the final, well, certainly you'll we'll have some America on your, your side. You'll have some on your side. And I thought because after they won that game, Skip and Key, when that coach came out and was crying and those players, it was almost like, okay, we can put down our thoughts of Jim and listen to their thoughts of Jim. Yeah, and that's when that's it really became yeah. sympathetic. Like, okay, that, yeah. that, was a, that, was a, that was a great moment. Well, yeah, you're going to be sympathetic in the situation based on what we saw with our own eyes last week plus the suspension. This is why, Skip, when you say, hey, the university says, you know what, let's just, let's, let's re- as I say, let's take a lunch break. Yeah. It, 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 we'll get back at 1 o'clock and we'll yeah. reconvene and yeah. talk about this because it not only will it continue to bring embarrassment to the university, it will, people, it will make people start to dislike you again mm-hmm. because right. you're fighting against right. something and whoever, the Big Ten, the NC2A, yeah. and whoever else, they got something. Yeah. And, that, and, and that's something, you know how it goes, Michael, they mm-hmm. lean over to you and they say, hey, I just got to call them. <laughs> and then you, you, you now change your mind. Now all of a sudden, yeah. you say, "Well, I, okay. I accept this suspension, right. you know, because it's not right. worth it right. at this point in time because we got bigger goals right. ahead of us, which is playing mm-hmm. in a national championship." Mm-hmm. And of course, we're not saying, Jim, because we don't have that information. We're, we're trying to extrapolate from the situation or, or, or what went down and everything. So we, we don't have it. But but also to that, when you talked about it, man, I, I, I thought about. Jim, Jim, this is a sacrifice, too. I've been in a place where I know I'm right and I'm going to fight, fight. And and, and I have people say, but let's think about everybody else here. Let's think about all the other things that are going to happen if we continue down this path. And Jim started, like, I want to put the focus back on the field. I want to put the focus back on these players. These players have worked hard. Some have been in this university three, four years waiting for this moment. They have put years and years of work. Stop thinking football as in a yearly thing. There are people there for four or five years waiting to get to this moment. And, 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 and they want to, Jim, put your personal down and step back and give them this opportunity. I, I, I can appreciate them doing that. Okay, so this is the last thing I'm going to say about this character, Connor Stallions, who was hired by Jim Harbaugh to steal signals. That was his job. And again, he took it to becoming a system whereby he was paying scouts across the Big Ten to go scout games. And again, it's such a silly rule. We, we all agree it's a silly rule because if you had helmet communication, all this would be ridiculous. It, it, nobody would care about trying to steal signals anymore. Mm. But everybody does try to steal them. The Big Ten is just arguing against Michigan. No, you took it to a level nobody else took it to. So uh, they said in their report that Connor Stallions would stand next to the defensive coordinator during games and whisper to him, 
what he saw as the signal on defense, on offense from the other side, and he could say run or pass to the defensive coordinator so he could call the defense to stop a run or a pass. So the, the point is, that mm. you say, well, everybody's doing it. Everybody has somebody like that. But they're saying Connor Stallions took it. They got his computer. Remember, they took his computer. They got his spreadsheets. So it was a system in place that was much larger than just one guy during a game trying to decipher signals across the way. So I'm sure they have way more than that well, they that they did not divulge yet. You, 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 just, yeah. you can't have that many people in any kind of thing like this and not think somebody is not up there singing to them people right now. Well, the I, problem, I'm just saying. The problem Jim is having, one minute he says he didn't have any idea the next minute, he was the one who hired him. So which one is it? And so when you, you get into these conversations, and I'm sure the general counsel and, and, and the Big Ten general counsel have these conversations at a roundtable somewhere to say, hey, well, wait a minute, how can this be that your head coach has a guy standing on the sideline who he claims he doesn't know, but yet and still <laughs> we got a paper trail saying that he does know. Yeah, right. So let's not embarrass the university any further. Let's just take this suspension move forward so we can try to figure out what the next steps are before the NC2A dives all the way in and it creates a mess. Okay. Do you agree with me? Michigan's now going to be supremely motivated to go win it all. Absolutely. Yes. If you think about about the spy gate, so to speak, Mm -hmm. what did Tom Brady and them do? (laughs) They went on a tear after that because they wanted to prove to people. Or, or, yeah, deflate gate. Either one of them. Whichever one you wanted. Whichever one. They went on a tear to prove to you that those were the things that helped them have the success. Mm -hmm. So certainly Michigan will be motivated to try to prove to people no matter what, we didn't decipher enough to put us in this position that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, it will make their story greater later if they complete the task. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure the NCAA is going to love having to hand the trophy to Jim Harbaugh, but I think that's... They don't like people anyway. They just need to do away with that. Yeah. We got it. All right, back to the NBA. Up next, man, Steve Kerr goes in on Draymond, and we're about to go in on that. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Steve Kerr said Draymond Green deserved his five-game suspension just for what he did to Rudy Gobert, not because of his ejection suspension history. So listen to what Steve Kerr said. I didn't have a problem with him getting Rudy off of clay. He's got to let go, and he hung on for six, seven seconds, and uh, it was a terrible uh, visual for the league, for Draymond, for everybody. Yeah. Kerr also went bigger picture, so check this out. Draymond has to find a way to not cross the line. Um, And I'm not talking about, you know, 
getting an ejection and getting a technical. I'm talking about, um, you know, a physical act of, of violence. I mean, that's um, inexcusable. And and um, so we have to do everything we can um, to, to give him the help and the assistance that he needs to be able to uh, to draw that distinction between being, you know, an incredible competitor, but he can't cross that line. And um, he, he crossed it the other night, for sure. That is deep. Michael Irvin, your reaction to what Steve Kerr said. And there's a lot in this. Yep. There's a lot in this. We, gotta, we have to assess the situation. Let's look at who the man is that's making the statement and the situation uh, that went on. I like that he was very clear. And I mean, that was a great statement because he told you so much in this statement. First, he told you that he was getting his teammate. He was coming to his teammate's rescue. He wants that. He, 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 he told, so he wants it. He was getting, getting, get him off clay. That, that was good. He talked about where he crossed the line. And he was specific because I, I, hey, I want him playing hard. I want him competing. But you cannot hold a chokehold in that optics for that long. You got to do something about that. You have to do something about taking it too far with your anger. Any other coach, because there's a locker room code, you would be looking at this like, come on, coach, just stick with me, man. I, I, I'm the guy that's the glue of this team. Just say, hey, you know, with, with Draymond, the league has spoken on this. Go, we're going to just abide by this and try to get back to basketball. But that's not Coach Kerr. And, and what we always talk about on this desk, if we, as we bring our experiences and our knowledge, if you ever walk in a locker room and don't do you, you're done. Mm -hmm. Coach Kerr steps up to the plate and talks about everything he sees. That's not right. When we have an unfortunate situation shooting anything, Coach yep. Kerr uses that platform to talk about what's not right. Sometimes he's done it and I've gotten emotional just listening to him. So I know his deepest passion is doing what's right. So I didn't understand that. I say, yeah, I want that coach that says I'm helping. No, I'm with my guy. I'm fighting for my guy. And we're just going to move forward. He's a very important part of this organization. But in this case right here, it's different. That whole organization, Steph Curry is always about doing what's right. That's what they've always promoted. This is what Draymond talks about. The difference they have, and, and Coach Kerr's always telling him, come on, come on, I told you, he's that kind of athlete. Whoa, but come on back here. You got to pull back. You got to never worry about pushing him out there no. like we had that conversation the other day. And I love that they have that kind of relationship. I'm sure down the line, Draymond will tell you, hey, Coach is right. Coach is right. I, I, took, I took it too far, and, and he will agree with that. So, yeah, this is different, and, and I was okay with what I saw. Yeah, I'm, I'm – Okay with the, the amount of the suspension, the five games. Uh, clearly, I'm okay with everything Steve Kerr is talking about. You, you, you have to know, Michael and, and, and Skip, you have to kind of put yourself in Draymond's shoes as far as him being the enforcer, him being the protector of his teammates. When he watches Rudy Gobert demonstrate on 
Clay, what he was about to do to him, he reacts to that six, seven seconds too long. But what happens because of our eyes and the optics of it all is when people start to gather and everybody's pushing and tugging and screaming and hollering, it, it looks chaotic. So now you're looking at it, you going, okay. But if you go back like Steve Kerr said and you, you're watching it, he's trying to help his teammate. He's not trying to get into a physical confrontation to to uh, ump degree with Rudy Gobert, trying to get him off of his teammate, the way that he felt getting a big dude off was pulling him down. He, if he'd have pulled him down by the back of the jersey instead of wrapping the arms around the neck, the conversation would have been a little bit different. And you have to weigh in who he is, mm. who the Golden State Warriors are. Remember what Michael just said 35 seconds ago. They are true to their core values and who yeah. they are. They are. This is who Draymond is. He's true. He thinks he did all the right things, just like the Golden State Warriors did all. When he did that act, he felt that that was the right thing to do because he was protecting his teammate. Now, as far as him going too far and crossing the line, I hear Steve Kerr say this literally every single year. He crossed the line. We got to help him in these situations. But this is who he is. He's got that type of, I don't know what you call it, Skip, energy or, or whatever, whatever it is that he has in him to be this individual. You can't separate his basketball play from who he truly is because if you try to do that and take that aggression away, you're going to get a totally different basketball player that you're not going to want because you got to, like Michael said, when you walk in the locker room, you got to be who you are. You can't all of a sudden, I can't come into this studio and try to be you, Skip. It's not going to happen. You can't come in here and try to be me. not going to happen. You got to be who you are. I got to be who I am in order to put on a great show, in order to be able to communicate back and forth. As you know, I never call it arguments. I call it communication. And, and so that's the important part. So you don't ever want to take away his edge, but you want to try to fine-tune it so it doesn't hurt your team mm. long term. Yep. And Draymond, it, it's always a learning experience that I'm sure he's learning from this just like he learned from the Jordan Poole situation, probably just like he learned from the Sabonis situation last year. I mean, it, it's going to be a learning process for a while. Mm. Okay. To your point, I'm about to be me. Okay, be you. That's good. That's good. That's good. So you guys like Draymond. Keyshawn, you know Draymond pretty I, I like well, him, and like I think you, you would call him a friend yeah, of yours. Yes, okay. Yeah. And Michael respects him at a very high level because he does play a crucial role for that franchise that, that has been dynastic over time. And you can argue without that enforcer role that he has played for a finesse basketball team, that they would not have won what they did win. And obviously we have the evidence of him getting suspended for a crucial game five back at in Oakland at Oracle back in the right? day. Yeah. And they're up three games to one. And you know what happened? They blew the lead and it started with no Draymond in game five. I give you all of that. I have tried to like Draymond over time. And I always fall short because so many of the things he does go completely over the edge for me in, into just being a dirty player. Because I know of three instances in which he lost it during games and 
kicks, kicked an opponent in the privates. And he did it to LeBron during that game four that helped him get suspended. He was actually yelling the B word at LeBron. And he kicked Stephen Adams. And there was another incident where he kicked in, in, in the private. So if, if you're capable of doing that, then you're not just an enforcer. You, that's just dirty basketball to me because that's like screw loose dirty. To me, that's just me where you've lost it. You've gone. That's what Steve Kerr was talking about in the big picture. And you said, Keyshawn, he brings it up every year. We, we have to stop that. What would Steve call it? A physical act of violence. OK, well, right. you you can't do that. Right. You you can't go that far. And yet right. some of Draymond, there's a lot of showmanship. Right. There, there's, there's some that goes all the way over the edge into just pure clownish to me. Because when he got tossed at Memphis, we're going back last a year, year, last, last year, year in game one. This is game one. Yep. He, he took a victory lap all the way around the, the arena. And that's just clownish to me. Come on. You, you know, it, no, no, I'll no, okay. give you that. All right. No, I'll give you that. All right. So, again, here's what I do respect. This man has basketball IQ at the highest mm -hmm. level. In fact, I will go so far as to put him up in the same echelon in basketball IQ with LeBron yeah, and Magic and friends. Stockton. And listen, it, it is he it's it's bordering on genius level because he's the best passer on that team. And the offense has often gone through Draymond. I don't even know what position he played. I don't know. Is he small forward? I don't know what he is. He just knows how to play basketball. He knows how he knows angles. He's Rodman-esque to me in just knowing how to rebound, anticipating the carom, being in the right place at the rightest time. I give you, li listen, he has been invaluable to that team, beyond valuable to that team. But some of this, I think he gets carried away with that goes over and completely over the edge is, is some showmanship and just some pure dirty basketball that, that you're better than. You, you don't need to do that. You, well, see, I, you, I don't want to. Let's get finished because yeah. I think right. this is so interesting. All right, we'll go. No, okay, I was going to okay. say dirt, okay. dirt, I dirty. I wouldn't, I wouldn't subscribe okay, to you, it as You dirt. kick a man but in the, the you know what, it's just dirty. I don't know. Did, did, did you ever kick a man in the, no, I don't think you did. I don't think you did. No, no, I haven't. But but you know what I see when I see Draymond. You know what I see when I see Draymond here, guys, and you got to it, Skip, you kind of tapped on it a little bit, but we, we, we should dive just a little bit more. Um, when, when, when you have a finesse football team, finesse football team, in the locker room we call that soft. Yeah. You when, when, when you have a I basketball team that's shooting all these threes, we call you soft. Yeah, you're a pretty now, team. Now, yeah. now, now, there is an old thing that comes with this, too, Key, that I'm going to just dive a little bit into because we have so many brothers in the National Football League. We even used to call the Steph Currys in the Clay Thompsons soft. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You, you try to make them soft, and you'll go off a well. You, uh, these guys are soft. These guys are so. So now Draymond comes in as a stronger enforcer because everybody is going to predict. He, and they're going to come at you all the time like you're soft. So, yes, sometimes he goes overboard. And I think he's just going, he's going to send a message to everybody. We are not having it here. There are a lot of people that keep thinking we're soft. We want scrap. We will not scrap back. He is just saying we're not having it here. I, I, I love the way Coach handled that press conference. I thought he said everything that he needed to say. 
without saying we do not need, we need that dude. We need that dude. He is a glue. So I, that's why I didn't have any problem with it. And, I, and at the end, he came back to say, I think the suspension is right also. Yeah, there's no, no problem with it all. That's what I said. The five games, if they can continue to work on him yep. and, 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 and get him to understand certain things, I have no issues with it. And I think Draymond's smart enough. Look, man, Draymond's nowhere near done. My assets. He, 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 he's smart enough to know what right. he did was going to cause a suspension as soon yeah. as he did it. Again, yeah. he's protecting his teammate. My he wasn't. He, he was not teammate, trying to boy. just go at Rudy Gobert, even yeah. though it may have been some history there in the past, Skip, where he felt yeah. like this is my opportunity to really, you know, yeah. do something to him. So I'm going to take oh, this opportunity because yeah. it's open oh, season. And yeah. in the end, though, and I understand what you're saying about, okay, when I look at dirty players, I, I look at it as, was that intent to injure someone so yeah. they wouldn't play? That's how I, right. So when right. you say right. dirty, that's right. why I'm that's, like, that's right. fair. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a, a, a dirty right. player, yeah. to me, is trying to injure somebody to get him egos. out of the game. Right. That's a dirty player to me. Somebody pushing LeBron James off of him because LeBron is stepping over his head, <laughs> and I love LeBron like a brother. That's why I've been knowing him since he was in high school, no, and we cool. But I'm not going to allow LeBron James to stand over my head and walk over me while I'm on the ground. Yeah. No, I'm going to push him up off of me. So when I look at those sort of things, yeah, running around the arena, Skip, that is clownish. You don't need to do that. I got kicked out. I'm out. Peace. Screw y'all. I'm going to throw, the, throw my, my jersey in the crowd. Dennis Rodman like to keep it moving. Yeah. I, but y'all I, don't see that he needs to do it. He's not trying to do it because of how you see it. He's doing it because of how he sees it. Oh, I understand that. He is accepting that. it all and taking it all. I understand. I, I, I think we got to... Outside of doing anything wrong, though. you're getting suspended. I, I like don't that. want right. to change, Michael. You got to leave people Michael. as they are because I don't want that, to change. Yeah, and I'm like, the, I, I, I will always contend that they, they messed up Jeremy Shockey. Mm-hmm. Boy, he was a bad dude at tight end until they told him stop acting a certain way prior to the games, and then his whole thing just yeah. changed. You got to let did. a person yeah. be who it is. That's Remember, right. Jeremy Shockey used to cause problems before a game. Mm-hmm. I just talk about defenses, but then go out and tear them up. He did. He said, stop doing that. And he stopped doing it both ways. Stop talking and stop Well, it's too late. Draymond so you got to leave a person. Dray- right, Draymond that's what I'm saying. Right We're late. trying to, let's not take away what makes him him. But I'm with Kirk. Just try to keep it within the line. I, absolutely. Come close to crossing him, but no, keep him within. I, I understand that. He, look. He has a history, Michael. Yeah. So the, he, if he right. sneezed the wrong right. way, they going to say in suspending. Right. He has a history. Joe well, Dumars has said that. Right, correct. A lot of what every suspension that he's been getting recently, the first thing they go back to is his history. Right. When you look at the Sabonis situation right. last year, yeah, Sabonis grabbed his leg, um, whatever. Mm. Then he used Sabonis and jumped on top of his yeah. chest. And to the point, but Joe Dumar said, I got to do it. The guy has a history. Mm-hmm. So when you have a and history. He's going you, to, and he's going to keep writing that history. I mean, he's, he's going to have to keep doing it. We, what do you have now? You got young guys coming in this league. What have they grown up watching? They grew up watching Golden State run the, run the court. They're stepping on the court trying to show Golden State. We ain't scared of you. So they're coming after these guys. Come on, guys. I, I know. I was part of a dynasty. I know what happens as you got these young everybody wants to make a name off of you. So this isn't going anywhere. He's going to have to continue to be an enforcer because young, great talent is coming saying, Steph Clay, we want to challenge you. 
We've been shooting every day in the gym to beat you. And they want to – you see what I'm saying? This I isn't going in. Memphis well, last year. Uh, uh, That's for, what they were doing. Unfortunately uh, 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 yep. for you, Michael, you were part of a dynasty, mm. and you took right. the dynasty with you when you left. Mm. Right, and I'm telling y'all, don't let Truth. Draymond take it with him. Truth. Don't try to kick him out of there. Yeah. We saying the same thing like I tell my ladies. Well, you need to figure out how to get some of that dynasty dust back in there. Ain't nobody. We talk about Come on, man. <laughs> well, you brought it up. Come on, I was part of the night. We know you won three Super Bowls. That was, we know you was that, a heart but, and soul. I had, I had context here. <laughs> yeah. I had a spot right here to put it in. That wasn't just out of the blue. We had context to the conversation. Last level, deepest level. This is what mixes my emotions about Draymond. I've been known to go against the grain because I'm just fearless in what I believe with all my heart and soul. So is he. Right. When it's time to say what needs to get said, what's way against the grain, he will say it. And I, I, right. I respect that at the highest level because he is known to go against the grain. So he does rub some people, conventional thinkers, the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But that part doesn't rub me the wrong way. It's only the potential, as Steve calls them, physical acts of violence. That's where it goes completely over the edge for me. But there's so much IQ-wise and going against the grain that I love about Draymond. So emotions mixed, just to sum this up. All right. We have uh, not uh, yet uh, spoken uh, about uh, the Dallas Here we go. Here we go. This now, wait, 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 we want credit for that, Skip. We held this thing off. We Man, it's we seven. Off. We've been on this floor a whole hour and something, and we ain't mentioned it. He did, but now oh, we you will. Mentioned it but we will next. We will next. The question is, are the no, Cowboys for real, or no, are they delusional illusions? That dude played for one team. Come on, three Super Bowls. Oh, my God. Y'all crazy, man. I'm playing for a when it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Now it's your turn. You can reach us with your thoughts, pro or con, hashtag Undisputed Life. Here we go. First tweet from Funk. Al Skip, playmaker, and Keyshawn walked into the studio today looking fly, fellas. Yeah. 
Those uh, are the BGs, and we're, we're like going, right I, out I of Saturday. Was a, it's about a, to ask you, who yeah, are they? It's the BGs. <laughs> you know Did the you know that, Michael? Yeah, yes. I had no idea. Do you know Travolta yeah, and Saturday either. Night Fever? Yeah. Open the yeah. open. That's how we walked in today. Oh, okay. Thank you. Next tweet, Mike Wayne says, Draymond, when he has a chance to confront Rudy Gobert. Yeah, that's, that's true. A lot of teeth. And finally, love Liz Shaw, and she brings it again with Keyshawn always pouring cold water on Michael when he gets to talking about the Cowboys shake my head. <laughs> no, I did. he didn't mention the Cowboys. He just mentioned his dynasty. Hell, he only played for one team, the Cowboys. to a conversation. It was well within context of the conversation. Uh, it, was. it was right. It was right. It was the right time to mention I got your back, Clement. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It was the right Okay, time. speaking of those Cowboys, to me, the Cowboys have been the NFL's most baffling team. That disaster in Arizona. That annihilation at San Francisco. Well deserved. Doing everything but winning at Philadelphia, but they did not win. It was 28-23 to 23 Philadelphia, despite the Cowboys racking up 14 first downs in the fourth quarter alone to none for the Eagles in the fourth quarter. The Cowboys are 6-3, and three, but to Keyshawn's point after point after point, they still haven't after beaten a single team above 500. And now they're 10.5-point favorites at 1-8. and eight. Carolina, please don't tell me this will turn into another Arizona. Please, Ooh, God, What please. if that happened? And just four days later, the Cowboys get to play. Now 4-6 and six Washington at home on Thanksgiving. And by the way, the Cowboys have won 12 in a row at home by an average score of 36 to 18. That's oh. hard to do. And five of their six wins this year have been by an average score of 40 to 10. That is hard to do. Dak rising into the MVP <laughs> debate. CeeDee Lamb on a record tear. And to me, rising into being a top five receiver. Yet, this week, The Athletic had my Dallas Cowboys all the way down at 12th. They had Seattle at 9, Houston at 10, and Jacksonville at 11 above the Dallas Cowboys. So, Keyshawn, help me out here. Are the Cowboys for real, or are they a delusional illusion? Are the Cowboys true Super Bowl contenders? Well, let's start off with the athletic at 12. First of all, no matter how much I toy around with y'all in the Dallas Cowboys, they're not the 12th best team in the National Football mm. League. Thank you. Okay, they're 30. No, just kidding. They're not, they're not the 12th. So the, mm. whoever the athletic, they got that completely wrong. Maybe they're trolling you too. I have no idea. As far as them being true contenders, I, I, I'd say they are true contenders. But are they true Super Bowl champion contenders? There's a difference. You can, you're, everybody's a contender until you're mathematically eliminated. Okay? Tending for the playoffs. For the playoffs. Now, you got to think about certain things. What is, what is it that everybody is fighting for? When me and Michael was playing prior to several years ago when they changed the seeding, one and two seed, the second seed is important, but it's not all that important right. as it was before. You're right, when you had the Because you buy. had the buy. Right. So they're chasing the number one seed to start with. Because you don't want to play three games to get to the Super Bowl. You only want to play two if you can. And you want them to be at home. So they got to win the division. They need to win the division. But they got to show, as I continue to keep harping on, show me 
You can dominate the 36, what did you say, 36 to 18 mm-hmm. at home. Show me that you can do that. Show me that you can score 49 points against Seattle or Washington or Philadelphia at home. Okay, because when you beat up on the Jets at home, in New England at home, in the Rams at home, in the Giants at home, you don't get my toes all curled up. I don't get excited. <laughs> Ain't no point. Mm. And I understand a win is a win is a win, and it's hard to come by wins in the National Football League. They're just not a bowl of M&Ms. I get it. But until then, you can't really be a true contender. You can contend for a playoff spot mm. because you're sitting in the sixth seed or the seventh seed or whatnot. But in order to become uh, or take it to the next level, You've got to beat teams that matter because come playoff time, as you know, Michael, having played in the NFL, you're not playing in the playoffs against bad team. No bad team. <laughs> bad team. No bad team. Ain't no bad teams. I, I, yep. that, that, that's my only no thing about the Dallas Cowboys is you getting into the playoffs. Everybody is good because they got there. You know how you harp on me? Oh, the Giants were a playoff team last year. Minnesota was a playoff team. Yeah, that was a year ago. That was, they were good then. They're not good now. They're not good now. When the Rams won the Super Bowl, they were a good team. They're not a good football team right now. So that's my only thing. They can be true contenders when you start showing me you can beat Seattle, you can beat Philadelphia, you can beat up on Detroit, teams that are over 500. You can go to Miami with all the distractions, stay focused, Win that game. Stop Tyreek Hill from going nuts. I, I'm, I'm going to pat you on the back. That's how I am. I'm going to pat you on the back. But until then, I'm a little, you know, they fighting for a wild card spot. Mm. <laughs> it, it, the question is how true, are they true contenders? And, and, and the answer is absolutely they are true contenders. The direction that we should take this key is the right direction that everybody always takes it. What has kept them from being true Super Bowl contenders over the years? And, and, and Skipper's been hard on them, but it's been Dak Prescott. That's what everybody says. It's mm. been Dak Prescott. I get dudes. I got my boy Brandon at home. Every time Dak threw an interception, come on, dog. We got to get rid of him. I said, calm down. I have to calm these jokers down. Everybody wanted to get rid of Dak Prescott. Then Mike McCarthy stepped in. He said, I got it. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to make sure we play more ball control. I'm going to take care of Dak so he can take us to the promised land. So he shipped off Kellen Moore. He did. So you're throwing the ball around the field too much, man. (sighs) I'm sorry, Kellen Moore, because he's doing the same thing. (laughs) He fired you for nothing. He's throwing the ball all over the field. Mm. And I was like, come on, Mike, that's dirty, that's dirty. But then I thought deeper and said, wait a minute. I understand what Mike did now. Early in this season, he was saying, we're not throwing the ball all over the field. We're going to use the running game. And they dealt with it. In some of those games, they dealt with not throwing the ball all over the field. But when they said, we're going to cut it loose, now they're cutting it loose, showing you all of that. A couple things have happened here. A couple things have happened. Dak now is playing his best football. Dak Dak hadn't been this way since he got hurt, since he got hurt. I mean, being the full Dak Prescott. In that last game, you saw a couple things. You saw Dak throw a ball with a dude holding on to that foot. 
really, and he still got he that ball off. Mm -hmm. I see Dak sometimes when he's running, and I see some guys coming from behind. You can see that same tackle that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. He's so scared of it. He he's is. watching anybody that comes around because he's worried about somebody swinging out and, t and, and that leg thing, that, that thing that happened to his leg happening again. So, yeah. so right now, they are cutting Dak loose. It was so important, and I didn't understand it, to make sure not early Dak didn't have all those interceptions because now as you go to the stretch, you can focus on what do we need to get better. And you don't have to spend all your day hearing about Dak and his interceptions. Dak got, what, six interceptions, five, six interceptions? Mm -hmm. If he had what Josh Allen had at this time, we wouldn't be talking about anything else but those interceptions. Mm -hmm. So from that standpoint, what, what Mike McCarthy did, I got to come back and say brilliant. Brilliant, because you held it down, so now you can go into this run. And the answer is yes, you're a Super Bowl contender, because Dak Prescott has you. He has you right there as a Super Bowl contender, about to have another 300 yards in three TDs day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, 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 and that's a, that's a rare Y'all unbelievable, man. No, I, I'm just, that's all true. All right. But you unbelievable. But it's all true. This is for y'all, Keyshawn. True. This is for you. Okay, I'm listening. The Giants did make the playoffs a year ago. The Giants mm -hmm. did win a playoff game. And the Giants, on opening night, when most people thought they were going to be a playoff team this year, on opening night at their place, we hung 40-0 to zero on them. I don't care what you say. You, Keyshawn, thought on opening night, the Giants were credible. They, they were capable of making the playoffs. Opening night. Okay, yep. but they had given their quarterback all that money. Yes. And Saquon yes. and blah, blah, Absolutely. blah, and all this. Okay, all right. Yes. But 40 to nothing is hard to do at a division rival stadium on opening night. It's just hard to do it. It's flexing firepower that is Super Bowl firepower. Then we turned right around in week two. Right now, the Jets' defense according to Pro Football Focus, is ranked number one in the land. In the National Football League, number one defense, according to Pro Football Focus, is the New York Jets. I, we're, we're we we beat them 30 to 10. We hung 30 I understand. on them. Let me, let me just real okay. quick, like, like you remind me, you want me to respect the fact that Trayvon Diggs got hurt right before the Arizona game, so it played a part in what happened to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I would argue you could argue. Uh, okay. That I was, could argue Aaron Rodgers. They had got lost okay. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, all right. No, okay. go ahead. I just wanted right. to but, but you know, set the record straight. Aaron didn't play safety or corner. He, he and, played and, quarterback. And Stephon okay. Diggs didn't play linebacker, okay. right. okay. line okay. or offense. All right. Fair enough. So what do I see right now? I, I see my defense, and I said from the start, we'll go as far as my old Micah 11 from heaven and the defense carry us. I see that defense still fourth in points allowed after having given up 42 at San Francisco and 28 at Arizona, heaven help us, and 28 at Philadelphia. Four long drives at Philadelphia. I can't defend that long to Keyshawn. Drives. Okay, I don't like it. But still, big picture, we're fourth overall in points allowed. That's still pretty good. Which brings me to Dak Prescott. I have been very hard on him because I am lifelong diehard and I am over hard. I overcompensate. I'm too hard on the Dallas Cowboys in a way Michael never is. But I'm here to tell you, I did this on my podcast this week. I am liking Dak Prescott 
as much right now as I did back in his rookie year when I was his biggest supporter, biggest fan on the planet, when he and Zeke carried my football team to 13-3 and and the bye and the number one seed in the conference Mm -hmm. and a home playoff game that we almost won. We almost, almost, almost won. Aaron Rodgers did, did it to us again. Did we did everything, everything but win. Right. 34 to 31. It took two intergalactic hand of God field goals off the foot of Mason Crossbar, 55 yards and 51 yards to beat us at home. Crossbar. But it happened. And yet, here we are. Dak Prescott is playing in a comfort zone with Mike McCarthy, two people I never, tr- I haven't trusted over the last couple of years. It's to the point where I'm starting to call it the Dak and Mac attack because there's some some sort of unity going on here. There's some connection. There's some deeper level here between Dak and McCarthy that I did not see coming. I'm seeing Dak play the best football of any quarterback over the last three weeks. He's obviously entering the MVP discussion. I still can't forgive him for what happened at San Francisco and what happened at Arizona. And for that matter, for not making one play that we needed at Philadelphia in the fourth quarter to get us over the hump into the national conversation as the team. But the point is, I have seen explosions of firepower, and it feels like on offense that now I can trust the offense as much as I wanted to trust the defense. Now we've got two units plus a special teams unit that, wait a second, Cavante Turk, he's oh, practicing man. this week. And listen, I got the best returner in pro football. Yeah. I got a triple no threat. I've got all three phases going on at the same time. I'm seeing a Super Bowl team right here, right now. Interesting. That if if we can go and take care of business at Carolina and Arizona sticks in our craw, but if we go take care of business, all of a sudden we got three straight home games. We've won 12 in a row. Well, we got Washington, and then we got Seattle, and then we got a rematch with Philadelphia. If we win those three, here we come. So you you said you guys are fourth in points allowed, yep. right, Skip? Which is which is pretty high for a defense. It's pretty good, right? So it's damn good, right? You're only three spots out of first. Yeah, and gave up some big games. Gave up, yeah, and, and gave up some. That's mm-hmm. that's good. Zero against the mm-hmm. Giants. Yep. Ten against Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three against Bill Belichick and Mac Jones, who since probably been replaced thirty times. The Chargers and Brandon Staley and Kellen Moore, a guy who you fired. The Rams have nothing. You gave up 20. Well, they had Matthew they, Stafford. They, I don't even know right. who played quarterback. I don't even know who played quarterback Great in the last receiver. Giant game. You gave up 17. So I get it. You beat the Giants this year 89-17. You're on your way. You are contenders in your mind. All of those teams are not above 500. This is what I keep trying to get y'all to understand. You cannot be a major contender mm. until you show us, the people. Because what we're not going to do is we're not going to keep I don't want to call it lying. Uh, I want to call it misguiding the people that watch this show Mm. about the Dallas Cowboys and the success that they've had thus far this year. When you do it against Seattle and you do it against the Eagles and you come home with those W's, not against Carolina, you favor by 11. Don't don't do that to me. okay? don't think about Washington, a team that you uh, on a a day that you dominate on Thanksgiving is set up for you. To have major success? Don't do that to me. Talk to me about the Seattles, the, 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 the Buffaloes, the Miamis, the Philadelphias, the Detroits. Talk to me about those games. 
Because as of right now, yeah, you're set up as contenders based on your record. But then when you get into them last five, six, seven games left in the season, your mind is it, totally different. Yeah, it can be, what did you call it, Dak to Mac? It could be Dak to Mac. I like that. I like that. Yeah, Dak and Mac attack against the Giants. I do like that one. There's no question about it. I do like that one. But you're not going to be playing the Giants in a couple weeks. Nope. You've got to show up against these teams. Michael, you know this. Don't sit up up here and try to fool people now. I cannot continue to, to, to emphasize points to you to prove how wrong you are as you continue it's to right bring here. up these teams. Last week was an incredible weekend of football. Mm. We had six games, six of, what, 10, 15, because we had teams, how many? Walk six off. games Field on a walk-off, yeah. and this man yeah. sits here every day to you. I never call a man a liar, but being disingenuous, like it doesn't, it's not hard to win in the National Football League. Six games on walk-off field goals. Never done before. Never done before. I told you, we've only had one in the history. The history. Forget your story. I'm talking about his story. All of it. Only one team has ever gone undefeated in the National Football League. Can we please, come on, man, stop talking about there's no, there's there's talent, there's players, there's no bad teams. Whenever game you can no win, you win a game. Whenever game you win. You want, let's, let's focus on just the Philly game for Dallas. If that'll help you, it was the latest game. It's so we don't have to keep running. Did you back win? As Skip Philly. said, you did everything except no, win. Did no, you win? No, 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 no I did, we did not win. Dallas no. did not win, but I don't mind us taking the information from that game. You've been now, taking you, information but, but, all year long. You took information against the Niners. Know, but you I'm lost. talking about for your discussion. But, Stop. All, you keep taking us back to whatever teams without a winning record instead of focusing because on that team playing, that was winning record. Because you're not how well playing we anybody. You did not football. win. Mm. It but, does not matter, Michael, how no, the damn information. You it, didn't it, win. It doesn't matter how you play. It doesn't matter. Michael Irvin. None of that matters. Michael Irvin. Come on, man. That, in the Come end, on, it Mike. doesn't matter. But as we move forward, Keith, that, 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 you, got, you got to take in that information. So you're going you're retain, to play them again. So you hope to retain that information and uh, use it against them I, I, next time you I, play them. That's your hope and your prayer. As if they never collected any information about the mistakes that they made against you that they could correct. And you know what? You're right. And that's why I'm telling you right now, that's why this Monday night game, oh, you got to be ready for this Monday night game because Philly has to come out to, we'll talk about it, Philly has to come out to compete with what they saw San Fran do and what they saw uh, uh, the 40 40 San Fran and Dallas do. So I'm telling you, Kansas City, be ready. Yes, all of it matters. Mm. I I, I just, I, I, I can't with you two. You know, because y'all just, you, you keep giving bad information and you're trying to convince people, you're trying to convince people that the teams that you played against are lights out and good. I didn't say lights out, but they're in the NFL. I don't give a damn what they was in the AFL, NFL, CAA. I don't care. They're not good. One team has replaced the quarterback three damn times. Another team doesn't even have a quarterback. Mm. You dominate the Giants. You dominate the, the Belichicks that... that we don't know if he's coaching the Chargers next year or not. Mm. He's on to his third quarterback. Don't you sit up there and be smiling and laughing, Michael, because you know I'm telling the truth. Keyshawn, you're about to have a long rest of the season. You're going to have a lot of tough Mondays coming in here and sitting in that chair. Uh, look, uh, I, 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 
Uh, I don't care if they win or lose. I just want y'all to wake up. I just want y'all to wake up, Skip. That's all I ask. Wake the hell up and stop being (laughs) blind about what's going on with your team. Super Bowl, here we come. Okay. All right, we got to get back to last night's game and talk about three of Logan Wilson's (laughs) tackles on Mark Andrews, on Lamar Jackson, on Odell Beckham Jr. Clean or dirty, that's next. And I can't mess with y'all, man. (laughs) Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie. Formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services. Marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus. They've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. So last night, Bengals linebacker Logan Wilson injured Mark Andrews' ankle with a dreaded and controversial hip drop tackle. Then he injured Lamar Jackson's ankle with a sort of semi-hip drop on the sideline, a play that Ravens coach John Harbaugh said he definitely will send to the league office. Then Logan Wilson also aggravated Odell Beckham's sore shoulder with an extremely aggressive chase down tackle. So, Michael Irvin, you first, please. Were these plays clean or dirty? Uh, Man, when you got to put them on one side, it's hard to make that decision. Mm. I, I, I won't call them all the way dirty, nor can I call them all the way clean, but I will call them all the way legal right now. Mm. You know, it's so funny because when we first started talking about legislating out, moving out, that helmet hit. I was like, how, how can you do that? There's no way that's mm. possible. You know, once we got past all that old tough guy bravado, I want guys having to catch the ball like I had to catch the ball and everything. When you start really realizing, okay, they're right. This is best for the game. This situation is harder to legislate. Because uh, uh, basically what you're saying is, if you're saying, You can't come down anymore, grab somebody and tackle them. I don't call it dirty. Tackle them because you've been in. It's it's ingrained in you. It's ingrained in you. Get them down right now. Any way you know how to get them down. You see, so when you're coming up and grab somebody from behind, you ain't thinking about the whole term of I'm going to fall on his leg. And you're just trying to drag him down. You know, so, 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 yeah, I, I don't think it's a dirty play, but it's something 
that I want and I think we definitely got to get out of the game. Because, and listen, the guys that, that, that are carrying that football, they're making $34, $50 million a year. We want them on the football field. We want them on the football field. And I thought about this. I said, well, okay, now what do you tell that guy? So you're coming from behind. Now I have to grab him, and I have to hold him and kind of ride him. I can't bring him down. So I'm giving him, if I'm coming from behind, I'm giving you extra, a few extra yards right now to make that tackle since I can't come down. I, I, it's, that's going to be much more difficult, I think, to legislate out of the game than the hellman hit that we got out of the game. What, what are we going to do? Are we going to play tackle football or are we going to play touch football? Because the way this thing is going, is going to be touch football. Now, there's no way you're going to be able to tackle a guy that's in front of you by not doing exactly right. what Logan right. has been able to do. You, there's no way. This is not a horse collar. Horse collar, when I right. yank and pull down on you, there's... I can hurt you severely. When I tackle you around your waist and I'm pulling you down as you're pulling me as if it's a sled that I'm holding on to, we go to the ground, you get trapped underneath me, I fall on top of you, it could be an injury or not an injury, okay? I'm not as a defender, and I'm an offensive player, although I did play some defense a long time ago in my heyday, so to speak. If I'm trying to tackle you from behind and I decide that I'm not going to, I'm just going to jump on your back and go for a ride, you're going to carry me down the field, okay? If I don't wrap you and pull you to the ground, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to swipe at the ankles and you're going to hop over it, hurdle style? Like, what am I supposed to do? And then as far as Logan on OBJ, why would they even look at that? All he did was chase him from behind and come with a, a hard... Trying to get him to fumble yeah, the ball. Yeah, come to get him to fumble the ball. What, what is he supposed to do? Just watch, watch Odell skip, just catch the football and run and hope to catch up to him and shove him out of bounds? I mean, came, like, come he on. He came down hard on Odell's shoulder, but it's But Odell had pre. He, had a, he came a, into the game with a banged sore. up shoulder. He did. So he's supposed to. He's supposed to say, well, Odell, you got a problem on your left shoulder, so let me just figure out how to get on your left side so I can pull you down to your right side to help your shoulder out. Okay. I mean, like, it, 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 look, I've never known Logan to be a dirty player. I've never heard it. I've never seen no. an incident where people right. claim that. So I wouldn't even go down there right. even thinking that. As far as outlawing this particular tackle, yeah, right. like, come on, man. You're getting ready to turn this into flag football now. Okay. I'm with you on the Odell play because the Logan Wilson I have carefully watched over the last three years. He was a third-round pick out of Wyoming. He is a football player. He plays his tail That's off. Hard. He plays as hard as you can go. And – He's a smart player, so does he know that Odell's shoulder is hurt or banged up and I'm going to come down? Maybe. I don't know. But I don't care because that's just part of football to me. Right, trying to get that ball out on a big okay. play. You're trying big to turn play. a big play into a big play big for play your play team. For you. Okay. Right. I don't like the hip drop. Rich McKay, I think you know him, Keyshawn, huh? his yeah. USC oh, yeah. connections, obviously. Trade um, it for me. Mitty? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Tampa Bay. Uh, there you go. Well, he's the head of the competition committee. He has been quoted widely as saying, we will eliminate this tackle this offseason because he's got the numbers. It's just too dangerous. It's the tackle mm. whereby you grab the waist and then right. slingshot yourself off their momentum. 
full speed sideways into the backs of their knees. Bad things are going to happen. It happened to Tony Pollard in the playoff game at San Francisco, and he's still not right from it. It's career threatening. God bless Mark Andrews. I don't know exactly the extent of his ankle injury, but it's nearly as dangerous as the yank down horse collar. Dak got horse collared weirdly from the front by Logan Ryan. Do you remember he grabbed his, it grabbed him here and yanked him straight down forward and Dak's ankle and, mm. and lower leg anytime, went. Anytime yeah. when you look at that skip yeah. on the replay on Logan Wilson and Mark Andrews, anytime your legs get trapped underneath a tackler or tacklers, yeah. most likely you're going to have something happen. His ankle got trapped Right. Underneath. Right. Okay, right. but it's a but, slingshot right. effect because right. Logan Wilson is then right. hurtling forward sideways into the backs of his legs. He has well, to yeah. bring him down. Okay, the dude's 270 yeah, and pounds. And he's, and he's coming from behind. He's okay. catching up. Now, now, key. Now, his ankle got what, caught. What, what, yeah, right. What, what they're going to try to do, and, and this is this is akin to uh, what we see when they're asking these great defensive linemen not to fall on the quarterback. They're saying, okay, you run through this tackle, don't fall on the legs of this of this ball carrier. So even key, if I'm coming, it's an issue because I'm coming from behind. Yes. So so if this is that's why I say, okay, now now you're coming from. I can't run through him. So my body will naturally slingshot around him yep. because I'm trying to grab onto him. And they are saying, Michael, you, 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 I, I don't know how they get it out, Keith, but, but they got to get it out. Okay. I'm with them so, on that. So you want them to get it out. So if, if Logan Wilson approaches Mark what, what, Andrews right. right now and he does not what? tackle him from that angle and he tackles him from a different angle, do you believe that he will carry him into the end zone? Because I do. I do too. Okay, so let me ask you this question. Let me, let me ask you this question, Michael. You've gone across the middle a thousand times in your career, and you got hit a thousand times. Right. Nowadays, if you went across right. the middle, you might have a thousand more touchdowns. Right. Because but, they took that away. But 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 let me, let me just say now this. the receivers can catch it and right. go to the house. Right. But just in football here, in football here, like the issue, I like he's he's tackling below the waist. I'm thinking maybe they say when you're running from behind like that, because, you know, what's the, the horse collar you can't grab, but can you jump on a back? You and see he, what I'm saying? If you jump I, on I, my I, back, Michael, that's all I'm, I'm just I'm trying too, to find out. If I'm right, 280 pounds, man, I'm going to carry I, I, your I ass totally right in I totally understand that. But, but are you going to carry me a few more yards? They're saying we're willing to capitulate the yards instead of the ankles, and I concur with that. Instead of this kind of situation, I concur with that. I just I, I look at his ankle getting caught underneath. That's all. I yeah. John, what if Logan Wilson had been taught that you have to go totally low? You have to just go for the feet. Will he you gonna just walk, he gonna walk right out of that? I don't know. He gonna come out. Man, that dude, that's Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews as strong as he is, Skip. Well, he can't go, he yeah. gonna come out of that. He gonna come right out of that. He gonna lift them legs up like a horse. And he coming out of it, he's going to walk into the end zone. The same thing we well, always see. Well, at least he'd see. still be walking, wouldn't we, he? We, <laughs> the same <laughs> thing that we always see when runners, uh, uh, smaller DBs and stuff like that, try to go at the legs. Dude, just pick right up and keep going. He'd be is, like, make the tackle, man. Yeah, Stop trying to chop his legs down. Mm. Yeah, you, you're not going to be. They, they, they're trying to regulate this, this body swinging right here. It's you body know, swinging. You're right, his body swinging and, around. And, and, he's and that's swung, only because of the right. angle. Okay. He swung on Lamar. Right. He, he got, he, he, he swung across Lamar's 
trail angle, right? And he got it, and he turned it, right, across the sideline. Jim Harbaugh says we're sending it to the league uh, office. Again, when you are him dirty, he's just trying to bring him bringing down. Bringing a guy but down, but it's the kind of it happens where guys get caught underneath you. Like here, it just, it, it, you just get caught. He's on top mm. of you. You yeah. just get caught underneath them. Okay. That's all. So I give mm. Logan Wilson this. All three of these tackles are hustle plays because yeah. he is catching all three of them from behind. He's playing his tail off. Playing but at some point, you have to legislate out a form of tackling mm. that can cripple a man. Well, Listen, mm. I, I, I'm not sure, Michael, I hate to even bring mm. this up. I'm not sure, I'm knocking on wood, that Tony Pollard is ever going to be quite right. the same because he has lost some of his burst off a hip drop tackle suffered in a playoff game at San Francisco. Yeah. It requires tightrope ankle surgery. It, bones break. It's, it's not pretty. And I think they all knew last night it was not pretty what happened to Mark Andrews. Yeah, and I felt it right away. I mean, he's a strong guy because he did get to his feet. Now. Yeah, he, he <laughs> said, I'm going to walk out of here. That's but when he got to the dude. stairs, if you saw, he needed help. And then he needed oh, yeah. crutches after I would have been. Damn, bring that card over Y'all going to outlaw everything every other year because a few people get hurt, man. Well, you should like it. More points are going to be scored, right? No. You could have had 30 more touchdowns. No. No, I like football, man. That's what it is. We all like football, Keith. We love football. But ultimately, you go ultimately, run out of things, though, but, Michael. But we cannot do the Dog. same. We can't make the same mistake. We can't. We made the mistake. We had information on concussions, and we didn't use I, it, I, and it, it became a real issue. We got information on how to keep people I healthy. Understand. We must use it. Even us old crusty jokers got us well, sit down. That's you with your old oh, crusty you jokers. You come up with your old crusty idea, dog. I'm much younger than you. I can't tell you. But you're acting old and crusty with you it, are. dear. Come on now. You're being like a let the. Let's keep deep. You go. You don't. You you already so the helmet to helmet had to go. <laughs> we all admit to that. That had to yes. go because it just it's too you know. And it's still every now and then you get a guy based on an angle you hit him in the head. The horse collar had to go. Mm-hmm. Now you want this to go. Your body. Next you're going to say the jam at the line of scrimmage should go. No. I mean, you guys it's are going to okay. come up it's with okay. everything. That's gotta, it's going to be the defenders ain't going to have nothing. There's still enough football to have right. football. Right, right. Try All right. To, Up next, we're still talking football. Crusty, man. No, no. How much damage did Trevon's tweets do to his brother Stefan up in Buffalo? That's next. Ain't no damage to his plan. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Make sure you play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. Wide receiver Stephon Diggs emphasized Thursday that he can't speak for his brother's recent social media posts about the Bills and that those comments are coming from more of a fan perspective and not someone within the team. Diggs' brother is, of course, Cowboys cornerback Trevon Diggs, who tweeted Monday after the Bills' 24-22 loss to the Denver Broncos up in Buffalo that, man, 14, got to get up out of here. 
Trevon then doubled down Tuesday morning with another tweet. Let's not forget, he didn't start going off till bro got there, referring to the he being Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen. So Stefan said Thursday, I'm not responsible for how other people feel. Anybody in this room for this manner, a reporter, a player, even my own brother. I love my brother in the space that my brother's coming from is my family. So you want to know how he feels? You got to take it up with him, putting me in a position or me having a conversation with my brother. But that's outside. That's in-house family rules. But for me, I can't combat or answer all the questions as to why with people in the world saying X, Y, and Z. Okay, so Keyshawn, please put all this in perspective for us. How did you feel about what Trevon tweeted about his brother and his brother's quarterback? I, I didn't I don't feel anything I, I, at all. Uh, it's his brother. It's his family. For one second, if you sit up here, you are my, well, Michael, but you in particular, Skip, you sit up here and you think for one second that we don't get in our cars after a game Would. and have a conversation Would. with somebody, Would. whether it's your family, Would. your wife, your girlfriend, your brother, your cousin, your agent. For one second, anybody that's close to you, you're going to communicate with them after the game. Okay, whether it's a good game or a bad game, and if it's still a good game, but there were some things in the game that didn't go well. You're going to tell them. Am I lying, Michael? Right, right. You're going to sit there and you're going to say, yo, man, this dude here. All the way around. the hell I'm dealing with, man? This is, man, I'm, and you just going to go into it. You ain't going to tell your brother don't say nothing. You ain't going to tell your mother don't say nothing. you just not. It's just not. You've covered this stuff long enough, Skip, yeah. and you've seen it. Family members are there to protect you. Voice their frustrations and your feelings and frustrations at the same time. Everything that Stefan Diggs told his brother was not, everything he told him was for him, but at the same time, he didn't tell him not to share it because it's not what you do. I ain't going to tell my brother. When I played, if my brother had Twitter or social media, Oh, man, y'all would have thought I was the craziest dude in the world, I'm sure. Y'all think that anyway. I don't think you would have loved that. Oh, Skip, that's so funny, No, I wouldn't have cared. Just like I don't care now. Right. Okay? I I got a nephew that plays in the National Football League at a very high level. Mm -hmm. Okay? I communicate with him. But I don't deal with social media. So, therefore, you're not going to get anything from me because that's just how I approach things. But I got a lot right here. Ooh, I got some stuff. But it ain't for you. Uh, it's good. just for us. There you go. Yeah. Okay? Okay. But that's not the way the Diggs family operates. Right. Stephon Diggs ain't going to say, well, my brother shouldn't have never did that, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's what he want to do. I can't control him. If that's what he wants to do. But he said that's family. We 100. Family. All the way 100 now. It's, it's family. And I know it, people it, take exception with it. And you say about Josh Allen. Man, it's, it's, uh, 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 Trayvon Diggs don't give a damn about no Josh Allen. He cared about his brother, mm. and he cared about his brother's emotions and feelings and his play mm. and where he's trying to go to and win a championship. Stephon Diggs didn't tell the public that. That's his brother that's displaying that. Stephon Diggs is there with a Bills jersey and a helmet on trying to help the team mm. win as long as he's there. So I don't want people to all of a sudden start to attack Stephon because his brother's feelings a certain way, even though, in my opinion, some of that probably came 
from Stefan to his brother in a conversation on a ride home or a flight Absolutely. throughout the course of a season. Absolutely. I mean, that's just the really that's the reality of it. There is no probably about that. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. That happened. <laughs> and you openly say, I say probably because I, I don't know it, factually. I find this interesting because my brother Derek just last week, Skip, mm. and, and, and you won't remember was bringing up. He said, man, every time I watch you up there with Skip, man, you don't remember. I brought, we were doing a show back in Dallas, back in the day. I think it was you and Randy Galloway or so. And I brought my brother and, and you know, Skip man, was getting on me. Baby. My brother had steam coming out of his head. You know, so he was like, man, I gotta go get them jokes. They can't be talking like this. You know, he was just going I off. He's going off. So he says now to me, it's so funny seeing you up there. Because I told him then, I said, they're just doing their job. You got to calm down. They're doing their job, dude. You can't be with me here if, if you're going to be acting like this. You know, I said, they're good dudes. And it's so funny. He laughed because he said, I can't believe you're up there working with Skip every day. <laughs> and he brought that back up to I me. I can't believe you're here. Right, right, right. And, but that's the world of it. This thing right here, I said in the genesis of this season, the beginning of this season, when they had a little something going, and I saw all the point at his head, all that thing, thing, thing. I said, there's something going on here. There's something going on. I told you guys about paint over rust. I said, you got to deal with the issue. You just can't paint over rust because the rust will come back up. I sat here and took the Buffalo Bills out of the playoffs. This is the beginning of the season. I said, I'm going to have both. You, you, you don't fix the issue, it's coming back. This offseason when Trayvon got that big money, Trayvon Diggs got that big money, mm. you know what Stephon Diggs was? He was in Dallas. I didn't see him. I didn't talk to him. But I know he was, and I know the people he was with. And he was spending time with his little brother. And you guys got to understand the relationship here. Stephon Diggs is a big brother that took care of little brother. Little brother looks up to big brother in a big, big way. Little brother ain't saying nothing that big brother hadn't said to him. He won't disrespect Stephon like that. He loves him like that. He'll never do it. I heard that they love each other. You know, the brothers, they love each other. In the ideal world, they would love to be playing together. Sure. Now, I'm not saying that as anything with doing all this, but I'm saying in an ideal world, I heard they would love to be playing together. Oh, and then you start getting all of this kind of stuff out. No, this is real key. You start getting all this stuff. Then you start, oh, they don't mean nothing. Everything means something. I don't know what it is. But everything means something. There is something going on in Buffalo, mm. and, 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 and it's going to come to an end. Mm. I, I didn't say I'm that. that. I, I'm just telling you, I, I just gave you as much as I can give you about what I knew. I, about I didn't say down. you said anything, Without sir. Without stepping over any line. I didn't say anything. Okay, I hear every word you guys just spoke. I know you got in the car after games with your loved ones, your friends, your family and you just spilled about what happened in the game. But there was no social media, as you pointed out. And if there had been, and any one of your family members had gone to Twitter or IG or whatever platform and spilled to the public what you had just spilled to them, I don't think you would have loved it because it would have put you in a precarious position with your quarterback or maybe your head coach. And in this case, they do love each other the way brothers love each other. I got that. But in trying to defend Stefan publicly, Trevon put him in an even worse and more damaging position with his quarterback because it was already thin, icy. 
at best case between Stefan and Josh Allen in Buffalo. And all of a sudden you, you have validated Josh's suspicions about you. You're saying, oh, Josh, you were nothing. My brother made you something. And that it, it, listen, listen, Josh ain't going to love it. And it will validate whatever sort of between the line suspicions Josh already had, because anything that comes from a brother is gospel. It, it's I know that's exactly how Stefan feels because he's that close to Trevon yes. and Trevon went public with it. And okay. Josh and Sean McDermott are not going to love that because it just makes it even harder for Stefan and Josh to get along. For well, one minute, though, Skip, unless, think- unless, unless, remember yeah. what, what happened in Minnesota. Unless now, because at the beginning of this year, when they started talking about everything, Trayvon got a big contract. Unless Stefan is talking about where's my new money with all these new deals he coming. He got new money last year. Right, right. Yeah. But, but, but you, you, yeah, I, I, I'm, something's going on here, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Something's going on. Yeah, I don't on. think, I don't Why think. Why is uh, he trying to point out that this didn't take off until our guy got there? Why is he trying to point that out? That's the tweet that threw me off. Yeah. yeah That's the one. Just, Why you put, why do you put the quarterback oh, in this? You know, you know, Skip, as, as far as Josh Allen being put on notice about the way Stefan Diggs appreciates him, looks at him, whatever the case, yeah. he already know that. He already know. I, well, I, he I already know he, he doesn't would, mess with him he, like that. You would he already suspect knows. that, but this would oh, no, drive it home. No, he, they already done drove it. He drove it yeah. home when he went at him in the offseason. He already done sat down with him. So Josh Allen is already approaching it, you know, looking at it, with toothpicks in his eyes because <laughs> no, he already knows yeah. that I got to do right by Stefan Diggs or else it's going to be problems. Remember, Brandon being the general manager, Sean McDermott, the head coach, sat down with them to solve those issues. Yeah. So they right. already know right. what it is. Well, you don't right. think he ain't hide nothing. Gasoline on the fire? No, because you know, it, it, it is already done. Mm. He already knows that when they walk away, when their careers are over, and they walk away, there's a very small likelihood that they'll still be on the daily contact. Mm -hmm. Different than Michael and Troy, because Michael never had to approach Troy in that manner. See, when you don't have to approach the quarterback in a manner like that, you got to sit down with Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones, there ain't no broker relationship, regardless if they playing on the field or not. When they between the white lines, they're going to say all the right things. But when they get away from each other, Josh Allen saying some stuff, Skip, to some of his people, too. He just, sure he it did. just isn't being public. That's okay. all. But in the end, the most important person in the organization is the quarterback. I mean, you act like the quarterback needs to make sure the wide receiver is happy, and I think it's the other way around. No, 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 no. Right. The quarterback and, and, and better make why, sure the receiver is happy. Well, and, and again, that's why I'm trying to discern yeah. that last tweet yeah. towards Josh. That's, that's the one that's confusing. Because we've seen me. him with him, and we've seen him without him. Whew. Well, I don't know. Okay, guess who's next? It's Wayne's World. It's time for Lil Wayne to join us and talk about, you know what he said last week, trade AD. Stirred it and up. And talk about Dak MVP. That he is next. He stirred it up. Oh, he stirred it up. Where That's at? what he did. He stirred it up. Yeah, these glasses are full of Man, it's some Jeffy Dahmer. Yeah, listen up. Uh... <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is time for Wayne's World. Time for the GOAT. Time to check in with one of the deepest sports minds I know. The man who one week ago at this moment said that even as a diehard Lakers fan, he believed it was time to trade Anthony Davis. That, of course, was before AD did it again Wednesday night here in L.A. playing lifeless no-show basketball with nine points and nine rebounds as those Lakers fell behind the Kings by 26 early in the fourth quarter. So, Wayne, congrats on first guessing this. And now I'm guessing you now feel stronger than ever about trading AD. Am I right? I felt strong. I feel just as strong as I felt when I said it, Skip. I mean, you know, it's, it's sometime, man. You don't like that. You don't like when you sometime. You ever heard that? that that's a term. We like, man, sometime. Funny act. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, see, I, I, man, yeah. I don't, I, the trading thing, I go back and forth about Wayne just because, I mean, am I going to get better? Yes. Can he stay healthy? Yeah, but when he's anybody, on his own? Key, anybody that could play is better. That man don't even, you got to <laughs> understand that even when he play, we got to, we, we have to accept we shouldn't have to accept nothing. We should. We shouldn't have. We have to accept the fact that he's gonna sometimes play for real. And we got. We accept that because we and we we be like, yeah, the positive out with it. No man, he ain't done nothing for us, bro. That bubble championship that don't count, man. That Thank man you. has done nothing Thank for the you. Lakers, man. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. You make me feel strong <laughs> right now. Right, man. right. I know it hurts. I'm trying to. I'm just. I'm trying to take the fan out of it and think practical and cooler heads prevail. I, that's how I am. But then when I see it and then you say that, I'm like, man, they need to get his. You know what up out of here. You it's already true. know that key. Key, you know, as a Laker, key, you know, as a Laker, those as that franchise, they they value themselves on players that love the game, that love the love that you know, like the the Kobe, the, the you know what I mean. They love the game. That man don't love the game, key. He Does don't. Love LeBron loves the game. LeBron don't die so, a basketball yeah. player. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that he was born one. He's gonna die. like that man. AD is he gonna he's he, he I gotta stop, I gotta stop listening. Wait, you guys, you guys don't think the possibility of finding another finding another player, maybe one more another another star, and 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 then keeping an AD, but but maybe he's not that next guy. He's the next guy after that next guy, the third guy. That ain't what we paid him to be. I'm not even paying nobody no yeah. $60 something million dollars to be the third guy, Michael. Exactly. But yeah. I gotta stop listening to Wayne Skip because <laughs> listening to him, he gonna he, you know, it's like he poisoning my brain, and then I'm, you know, I I'm gonna be looking at this dude. I'm gonna be looking at him different, man. I gotta stop listening to you. Yeah, but Keyshawn, if you were his team, if, if you were in <laughs> his locker room. Would would he not just rip your heart out? Would he not kill yeah, your but spirit? I would, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I would say something to him, though. Yeah. yeah. That's the difference. I, I, I'm not... You find the look, trigger. I, I find the trigger. You got to find I, it. I don't know how LeBron communicates with him, but I know how I communicated with my teammates on my offensive yes. side of the ball. And to a degree, 
some players on defense. It just depends in that situation. Yeah. If I'm watching what I saw loafing down the field on a fast break opportunity when LeBron yeah. looked at him and he finally sped up at the free throw line, but then he didn't even finish it, finish. I'm going to have a real problem yeah. with that. Yeah. And listening to Wayne right now, He's making me want to have a problem with it. And I'm trying my best to give him the benefit of the doubt because when he's on like that nine-game stretch That's a year ago, saying. it, it right. makes you fall in love you with him. You know you how said? you say about you that, Prescott? You, you said when. Key, Key you just said, you, you, heard, you heard what you said, like that nine-game stretch he was on a year ago. A year if ago. I have to say that about a player... You was on a nine, a good nine-game stretch a year ago. Great point. I don't. I need to. I, I should have been able to say there was nine games out of your whole career. You was on a bad game stretch. If you're a great player, mm. you know what I mean. You just, you just, you was able to say that nine-game stretch you was on a year ago. Kid, we got to get rid of that man. Mm. So Wayne, I hear you mm. saying it doesn't really matter who you trade him for. It's more addition by subtraction. Just exactly. give me somebody who wants to play give me basketball. Somebody who wants to play basketball, man. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, you're not buying key. Uh, no, it's not. It's, it's just it, 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 I get what Wayne is saying, but I also, again, I want to take a step back and let the not allow the emotions to take over because I'm trying to look at everything. I'm trying to look at the value. Can I get back in? What is going to look like three years from now? Or are we going to put it together, make a run? Or are we going to still be empty? Because we got Phoenix, because we got Golden State and Sacramento and so on and so on within the conference, if we move in a major piece, what are we getting back in return? That's the key to me. Are we getting are we getting one of those questions? Yeah, go ahead. A D ain't gonna be playing basketball three years from now. Mm. <laughs> what you mean? Why not? Man, that man ain't playing. Man, that man ain't about to be playing basketball three years from now. Stop playing. <laughs> So, so, you, he said he doesn't love so, that. So, so, you, so, why, so Wayne, let me ask you this then. Why, why do you believe that LeBron James would hitch his wagon to a dude that don't want to play basketball? He signed the clutch, ain't he? You say what? He signed the clutch, ain't he? Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is. All right, then. Mm -hmm. So you telling me, so you telling me <laughs> right. them, them little peanuts of a fee is going to affect LeBron James? No way. LeBron's about the championships. But LeBron needed his talent to help him get that championship. And, and LeBron with him can help bring some of the best out of him in those playoff moments. Now, what you guys are talking about is all those moments even beyond LeBron. Yeah. If this is That's what, what you're getting about. right now with LeBron and you're saying this is what LeBron's saying, this is what I'm leaving you guys, you're saying, well, what are you leaving us? Don't leave us exactly. just here. So, 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 so I, I, I can understand that. That's why even at here, when you got a talent like this, because it is a talent when it wants to be a talent. We, we when got it wants to be. It's hard to give something like that up, man, and, and, and get equal value. Yeah. I, you know, I just, you just got to depend right. on them a little less. That's what I say. Okay. Get another player to depend on them Let's a little less. Let's change the subject to a, a team that really matters because the Lakers are only 6-6 six and six oh right God. now. The Cowboys are 6-3, and three, so they really matter. Wayne, your gut feeling on what you're seeing from Dak Prescott as he emerges into the MVP discussion. Um. Skip, I told you last night. You did. I feel good about Dak this year. Dak, Dak is Dak, Dak is you, showing. 
Dak is showing me that he, you know, he's showing not me, he's showing he's showing the league, he's showing everybody that he's a, he's an elite quarterback. I think yeah. Dak tired of hearing, I think Dak tired of hearing me people like me saying that he's not an elite quarterback, yeah. he's not top five or top this. I think Dak, I think he's 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 he probably got us all on some some bulletin board somewhere in his mind, and he he yeah. throwing darts at us, he hitting the bullseye every time. He is. Yeah. yeah. I, look, it, Dak Prescott is doing everything he's supposed to be doing against sub-500 teams. There's no question about it. Okay? When the opportunity comes to play those teams that are above 500 or really good teams, and he continues this down this stretch, he'll be continue to be mentioned in the MVP, and we'll have an opportunity to see if the Cowboys are real contenders. What does well, your eye test tell you right here, right now? What are you seeing from him, regardless of who the opposition is? He's playing good football. He's playing really he's play- good football. He's playing yep. top Two to three quarterback football in the That's National it. Football League. Thank right you. Now. Yeah. You yeah, but I also know, but I also am not blind to the fact that I know a lot of the times when, when guys play like this, it's also because of the opponent. Yeah. I do know that. And, and my whole thing is let's see a better opponent with better schemes and better talent around him. And if he still plays this way, and there's nothing to talk about. There won't it. be anything to talk All about, right, Mike. Quick, quick thought from you, Mike. All right, this dude here, man. This dude right here. All, all I'm saying is, this: what you just said, Lil Wayne gives me peace about this whole it approach does, that, that, that McCarthy has taken. Yep. Because you guys are putting him now in the MVP race instead of us hearing the noise about interceptions as they get ready to go down the stretch. I, I, I got to say that Dak and Mac attack was playing perfectly. Thank you. All right, Wayne, we appreciate you. We love you. We'll look forward to seeing you again next Friday. But up next, speaking of Michael Irvin, I'm told he's picking the Eagles on Monday night. Could that be right? We're about to find out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Man, they are billing Monday night's Eagles at Chiefs game as the most anticipated Super Bowl rematch of all time. Michael Irvin, who wins and why? Man, I think this game's going to be a great game. If any chance Kansas City has, you're going to see Patrick Mahomes do some incredible things because I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to put it very good on the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to have long drives, long drives, and then they're going to box in Travis Kelsey and make Patrick Mahomes, those receivers, beat him, and they cannot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree with Michael when you look at – I'm picking Philly in this game, but the reason yeah, we're Philadelphia all. wins this football game is they have a little more balanced attack on the offensive side of the ball. They got receivers that can play lights out. They can run the ball with Swift in, 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 when they want to. Okay, Jalen Hurts has now been rested. So that little limp that, that little, that little, that little limp that Michael kept mentioning. Look at his gait. Look at right. that. I was that's, right. That's healing up a little bit. So right. you look at that. And I, I get that Kansas City has a better defense now, oh, but they're going up God. against a gauntlet of an offense 
against the Philadelphia Eagles, and Philly's defense isn't all that bad. So I know going into Kansas City is tough, yeah. and you're going against Patrick Mahomes, but this Philadelphia team is a better all-around football team than the Kansas City Chiefs. And they wow. just are. And Skip, you second. heard what Jason Kelsey said. He said, I never beat them. What really means we never beat them. He never beat Andy Reid. He never beat I'm the saying. Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. So they got there. Everybody has something to prove. And the night, Philly, Monday night, Philly's going to try to prove we're Wait, really a championship Keyshawn, team. You've been telling me all year Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. Yeah. He's, he's going to lose at same. home? Yeah, he's gonna lose. he is the best quarterback in football. He is going to lose at home. Just because you're the best quarter, quarterback in football doesn't mean you can't lose. Okay, my They have test. a better team. Okay, but I, I've been watching Kansas City thinking the defense is playing at an even right. higher level than the offense is playing. I, I am extremely impressed with Spagnuolo's defense. Yes, that is where, correct. Where they're Their playing is good. like real live Super Bowl kind of defense that they haven't played. Right. But that's the best defense but, they've ever had. But, but, but Spags but, like to come and blitz. And this and team they, is going to say – we finna hit you in the mouth, buddy. You, you, you're going to blitz right by that runner. It's going to be a Michael. physical game. And if you blitz, we got dudes on the outside that's going to, as you say, Skip, going to eat. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful. Okay, but Michael, you, 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 we need the Eagles to lose this game. Yeah, you I understand. Know. You, I know, I know, I know, I know. And, 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 and let me tell you, yeah. what, when, I see it, when I see it, I say, oh, my God. Because remember, I thought this could be the gun. But when the Cowboys played the way they played, when San Fran played the way they played, Philly has to answer back. And then they put that cherry on top. We never beat them. That's in their locker room. Okay. Everybody's talking about they took the knee brace off of Jalen Rehurts. But now they got to show you that he's healthy. That's why I say it's going to be long okay. drives and pain. Okay. I don't know if Taylor Swift is going to be there, but I'm, I'll just assume no, I she, 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 she will be. Yeah, I've read somewhere okay. that okay. the moms oh. are supposed to okay. meet. Okay. If she's going to be there, there is no way Travis is going to lose a Monday night game to his That's brother. There is no way. He's going to play great. It's going to be this, incredible. When does Taylor Swift have to enough. be there? She, she has to do with anything. She inspires that man. She inspires. You, right. you see what he does? He, oh, God, he's stop, in, He's unstoppable. You're playing media now. You're listening to the media games and the charts that they put together. No, I'm not. Stop, man. Hey, I'm he was pick- Travis Kelsey before I even met her. I'm picking stop. with my heart over my head because I need Ooh. Philly to lose and go yeah, on a losing too. streak because they have me five too. losable games coming Taylor up. Taylor Swift me is too. the reason Travis Kelsey yeah, plays so at high level. At home. I cannot deal with Don't y'all. look at the numbers. Oh, see, God, see, see what I'm saying? See how these guys are. See what I, I give you the truth even when it hurts right here. I picked Philly, and it hurts, but I got to give you the truth. What you did is you became smart, okay? Because that delusional state of mind has been with you all season long. You know that Philly's a better team. I'm taking the information from what I see happen last weekend and what Philly needs to prove to themselves, not just us. The Eagles cannot win this game. Will not win this game. They're going to win. Want to bet? Yes, bet. Okay. Bet. Stake 48. I won't bet. Done. Done. Thank you. Uh, All right, up next, can Antonio Pierce and company pull off the upset in Miami? I'm headed to see him after this. I'm going to see AP after this, man. The Raiders are 12 and a half point underdogs at Miami Sunday. Will the Raiders at least keep it close, Keyshawn? Now I'm getting ready to go into delusional state of mind yep. like you and Michael. Yep. Oh, I'm actually going to pick the Raiders to upset the Miami Dolphins because I need my dude AP yep. to hang on to this 
job for All right. sure. So speaking of that dude, you're going to go visit him today. Yeah, yeah, I'm right? going to go spend yeah. my time with him, man, talk with him, and, and just hang out with him. But but listen, Miami's coming off a of bye. Miami's going to be ready for, for this team. Now, he doesn't have to win this game, and I'm not picking him to win this game, but I tell you what, if he keeps it close, if he can just – because this is the top team in the AFC. If you keep this within those 12 points that everybody's talking about, you keep it within a touchdown, that's a win. Mm. What if they beat him? That's a whole it, big win. It, doesn't this feel a little like Dion starting exactly. at Colorado? Oh, it right? Oh, yeah. Yes, it and, and it feels like there's a groundswell, like they're becoming the Raiders again, America's team, because everybody's rooting for Antonio to keep this job and run with this job. And they at least, I believe, will keep it close. I, I think they will cover yeah, the too. spread. And, and that would be another feather in Antonio's cap as he convinces his owner to keep this job. Right? Yeah, can I say a quick congrats yeah. to my boy Chris Carter for uh, getting uh, the job away at FAU, taking care of all the players and players' engagement. Wow. engagement. Okay. So congrats, Very buddy. Very cool. Congrats. Yeah, that is good. Way to go. Love my guys helping Keith. All right, that is it for today's Undisputed. We're back Monday at 9.30 Eastern, and I can't wait. Me either. Let's go.